Welcome to episode 51 of season 2 of the Search with Candor podcast, our first episode of 2023. My name is Jack Chambers-Ward, I am your host for this week, and I am all on my own, I'm afraid it is a solo episode to kick off the year. In this episode, I'll be talking about Microsoft launching their new Bing bot, Microsoft adding chat GPT features to Bing search, the top non-profit domains that grew in visibility in 2022, and Google introducing a chat GPT-like model for healthcare. It's the start of 2023 and we are once again supported by Systrix, the SEO's toolbox. You can go to systrix.com SWC if you want to check out some of their fantastic free tools, such as their SERP snippet generator, the hreflang validator, if you want to check out your site's visibility index, and of course, the Google update radar. You can also go to systrix.com trends to get Trendwatch, which is a fantastic monthly newsletter that will deliver the latest trends direct to your inbox every single month. And I'll be talking about something from systrix.com blog later on in the show, and I'll be talking about the top non-profit domains that grew in visibility and trust in 2022. Let's start off 2023 with some Bing news, shall we? Because why not? Way back in 2019, Microsoft announced that new BingBot user agent names that basically fit better into the more evergreen BingBot kind of system that they're using for crawling and rendering, they will be coming very soon. And very, very soon turns out to be about now. So all the way back in 2019 and now through to January 2023, we will have the new BingBot user agents launching. Possibly by the time you hear this episode of the podcast, they may already be out because they said early January 2023. As of about Christmas time, this new user agent was responsible for about 50% of the crawls from Bing. And by the time this is finished rolling out, like I said, apparently early January, 100% of the crawls will be done by this new Bingbot user agent. So keep an eye on your crawl stats, whether that's on Search Console or if you're checking your log files or whatever you're doing to monitor this kind of thing. And keep an eye out for the new desktop and mobile BingBot crawlers that will be crawling around your site. Keep an eye out for the user agent names. I won't read them out on the show. It's not a particularly exciting set of letters and numbers and things. But I will leave a link in the show notes to the Search Engine Land article, of course, by the wonderful Barry Schwartz, that gives you all of the details about the announcement and the specific names for these user agents. Like I said, a fairly quick piece of news to kick off. But if you are keeping an eye on BingBot crawling your website please do check out the link in the show notes, which is search.withcanda.co.uk, and you'll get all the information you need about the new Bing user agent that will be crawling your site very, very soon. And sticking with Bing for the second piece of news, of course, we're going to talk about ChatGPT as well, because that is what everybody is talking about, even here in 2023. Microsoft is going to add ChatGPT features to Bing Search. And I say going to, it's kind of rumoured, but insider sources, as reported by The Information, again, I'll leave a link for the full report in the show notes at search.withcanda.co.uk, have stated that Microsoft are planning to integrate OpenAI's ChatGPT into Bing Search in the coming months. 
Two different sources have said this is a very, very likely thing to happen. Essentially, because Microsoft have invested a billion dollars into OpenAI, they are going to work with them much more closely. And I believe a lot of people are suggesting this is going to be kind of a way of Microsoft trying to battle against Google and essentially try to outflank them and get ahead of them with a lot of the chat GPT stuff that seems to have caused a lot of a stir around the SEO industry. And there was also reports and rumors that it caused a bit of a stir at Google, however reliable those reports are, of course. But yeah, I think it's a very interesting interesting topic, right? Because I know the SEO world and SEO Twitter and, and Mastodon and everything have been absolutely ablaze with chat GPT discussion. So I think Bing doing something, I said this at the end of the year in our last episode, I think Bing do interesting stuff. They do experimental stuff. They get away with a lot of interesting stuff like Google that, that Google won't do, essentially, and they're a bit more experimental. They're more willing to push the boat out and, and take a risk on some new technology. Index now being a perfect example of that, right? And I think Bing have seen such a positive reaction to Index now, such a positive result for them in terms of indexing and crawling and things like that. So them working with OpenAI, again, Microsoft has a significant investment and into OpenAI so they can work pretty closely together. I am not surprised that this is kind of happening. This kind of collaboration is going to happen. So like I said, this is very early news. This is all speculation from insider sources, but I thought it was very, very interesting since the world has been set ablaze by the discussion of chat GPT over the last few weeks. So keep an eye out on that. And like I said, but stay tuned for any updates, and I'm sure we will keep you up to date on all of that in the coming weeks and coming months as well. The first article we have from Systrix in 2023 is all about the top non-profit domains that grew in 2022. If you're working in the non-profit space, this is the article to pay attention to. I know a lot of colleagues and a lot of friends who have worked or currently work in the non-profit space would be very interested in this data. So Systrix have done a lot of calculations and if you're new to the show, first of all, thank you very much. Hello and welcome. I promise not every episode is just me talking on my own for 10 to 15 minutes. I do have guests and co-hosts who are much more interesting than me. But essentially what Systrix have done, they have taken over 400,000 registered domains and they are the .org.uk variety, so this is UK-based visibility. And they have essentially analysed their visibility, their trustworthiness, all that kind of stuff, a bunch of different metrics, and measured how much they've grown in the last 12 months. And using their specific measurement, which is the visibility index, which is a thing specifically for Systrix, is a fantastic measurement of the overall visibility of a site and the overall visibility of a domain. It doesn't just take in, you know, positions and rankings. It also features a lot of other calculations in there. I will leave a link for the full calculations for visibility index. It's a really interesting article that Systrix have done. But in this article in particular, uh, Steve, the wonderful Steve Payne over at Systrix, has gone through and highlighted a hundred .org.uk domains that have grown significantly. Or some some have declined to clarify, but that are in the most visible domains in uh, in the UK in 2023, as of the 2nd of January 2023. There is a very clear sign of growth, which is kind of why I slipped and said uh, everything has grown over the last year. That's not necessarily true, but we are definitely seeing a growth in this space. And I think 
there is a very, very clear idea of this trustworthiness being built into that kind of domain, right? Though those kind of domains don't guarantee trustworthiness because a few years ago, you can now register that domain for any company or any site, essentially. You don't necessarily have to be a non-profit organization to have a .org.uk domain, but they uh, have kind of proven themselves, essentially. This is not a Google treating, like, in-country top-level domains differently, but they are seeing significant growth pretty much across the board, and I think there are some really really good examples of ways to build up your eeat or double eat as we're calling it now talking about who we are their careers pages their proper mission statements their contact pages all this kind of stuff that is clearly stating all the policies and statements and, and establishing this organization as a trustworthy real organization that is an authoritative and honest and open and experienced and expertise laden domain and group of people and company so yeah if you're working in this space or if you're not i still think this is a really really interesting study and going through everything from sort of nutrition.org.uk to oxfam.org.uk there is a variety of case studies and different domains in here that are worth looking at interestingly Oxfam is one of the probably best-known charities here in the UK, but they actually lost 25% of their visibility over the last 12 months, quite possibly because they have done quite a lot of migration. <laughs> and uh, as Steve highlights here, those changes started in September 2020 and have had a really pretty significant impact uh, shifting around their different directories and things like that and moving from the http to https and then also moving their shop side of things to now in a subdomain rather than a subfolder it is a very interesting shift there uh, nutrition.org.uk is another interesting one it's the the classic kind of thing that we're talking about with uh, the ymyl your money your life kind of content if you get nutritional information wrong that can be a big big issue and Systrix had previously had noted that Healthline's nutrition directory is as big as a top 100 domain just by itself. And Healthline was one of their visibility leaders and winners. And there's a reason for that, because Healthline, in my opinion, does a lot of this stuff better than almost anyone else. Interestingly, the nutrition.org.uk basically has the opposite story of the oxfam.org.uk domain, as it seems to be recovering for some serious issues that happened in 2021 and again, migrations and things like that. But yeah, they're seeing some growth there. I think it's a really interesting study. Like I said, there is a lot more information. I'm kind of giving you the highlights and the brief here, but Steve from Systrix and the team over there, the fantastic data journalism team, have gone through and got you a lot of data and a lot of really interesting things to have a look at and have a dive around because these are examples of domains in this space, in this non-profit space that are doing incredibly well in terms of visibility. So something to kind of set your standard by and to be able to point an example to your colleagues or your superiors or whatever it is and say this is what this site is doing maybe we should incorporate some of this because it's working for them as well so like i said go to systrix.com blog or click in the link in the show notes at search.withcanda.co.uk and you can find a link there for the full study from systrix
let's finish off this very brief episode. I apologise, it is very brief. I am not feeling 100% after the Christmas break, and Mark is unavailable at the moment, so yeah, I'm trying to do this myself. I'm trying to whip through as quickly as I can, hopefully enough of an update for you on Monday morning. But yes, let's finish off with some Google news. Google is introducing chat GPT-like chatbot for healthcare. And this is interesting because this is kind of the polar opposite of what I was talking about at the beginning with Bing possibly introducing ChatGPT into their Bing search side of things. This is Google's kind of working with other big tech companies and building language models of their own. So I will read the summary here from analyticsindiamag.com. There's a very interesting article here. With the release of large language models like GPT-3 and Palm, which is uh, another language model if you're not aware of it, big techs have been experimenting with large language models for quite some time now, as we already know, blah, 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 blah. Recently, Google has also joined the party in response to ChatGPT with something called MedPalm, specifically for answering medical queries. Google Research and DeepMind recently introduced MedPalm, an open-source large language model for medical purposes. It's benchmarked on Multimed QA, a newly introduced open-source medical question-answering benchmark. It combines HealthSearch QA, which is a new free response dataset of medical questions, with six existing open-question-answering uh, open datasets covering professional medical exams, research, and consumer queries. So, MedPalm is a very, very interesting introduction. And I think, again, this is tying into Google being so hot on the YMYL stuff, specifically healthcare being an incredibly important thing to get the correct information on. This is clearly Google trying to really get to the bottom of this. And the fact that when Google kind of touched on this and announced collaborations with a lot of hospitals in India, this was the Google for India 2022 event towards the end of the year last year, they are really talking about working closely with companies like uh, the Mayo Clinic, Ascension, uh, Northwestern Medicine, Stanford Medicine, a lot of these huge, huge healthcare and pharmaceutical companies around the world. And they clearly want to get their information correctly and they want to ensure people are getting that information very quickly as well. So the resulting model in this, in this case being MedPalm, it claims to perform really, really well. Uh, a group of doctors determined that 92.6% of the MedPalm results were on par with the clinician-generated answers, whereas just 61% of the long-form Palm answers, which is the other side of this, were deemed to be in line with scientific agreement. So Google are leaning towards the shorter, more straightforward kind of things with MedPalm and Again, I'll put a link to the full article here with some really interesting examples, including how do you know if your ear pain is serious? And it gives a really interesting little kind of snippet answer there that I think is uh, seems pretty straightforward and pretty obvious. So hopefully it seems pretty reliable. And yeah, like I said, it's being reviewed by medical professionals and they're asserting that it seems fairly reliable. Interestingly, that... When you go for the longer form answers, which is using the Flam Palm model, which is the essentially a slightly different version of a language model that's different to the MedPalm that they've been using. Like I said, I won't read the whole thing. Please do go to the link in the show notes and check out the full review and full research article about MedPalm and how Google is planning to introduce that for healthcare related searches in the very near future.
about wraps us up for this week. It's a very, very quick one. Like I said, just a quick solo show to get you some of the latest Bing and Google news. And yeah, hopefully next week I'll be back with either a guest or with Mark. I've got some very interesting interviews lined up for the rest of 2023. I'm already planning through into February with some of the interviews and guests I've got coming up. Mark and I will also have our regular catch-ups where we'll talk about all of the SEO and PPC news that has been happening. And we will also be launching our regular live streams in partnership with Systrix. And they will also be part of the main podcast feed as well. So if you're unable to tune in on YouTube or LinkedIn when we are streaming, don't worry, you will still pick that up as normal in the podcast feed as well. So you won't miss anything. Please do stay subscribed. Please do share the show around. If you have any questions or anything like that, please do message us. We are Canda Agency on Twitter. I am personally JLW Chambers on Twitter. And if you'd like to come on the show, if you have any questions, please do hit us up. And like I said, I'll be back next week, either with Mark or a guest. But until then, have a lovely week. <laughs>